Well, every blessing to you all. Welcome back to my open air pulpit. This will be my third and final video for now anyway, looking at COVID-19, the vaccinations. I don't want to continue to be the bearer of bad news, but uh, most of the brethren online don't seem to want to speak about this new world that we are now all living in. I reached out to two brothers two days ago to see if they would speak publicly on camera about this new world that we are all living in now. One said he would, the other said he would not. I think for most people, this still seems somewhat foreign to them. I think for most people, this state of emergency, this global catastrophe still hasn't quite touched a good number of people. I know most of Europe are probably six months behind the UK, whereas in Israel, they are probably two to three months ahead of the entire world. And I continue to watch videos online and read articles about what is going on. It goes from bad to worse. This goes back to 1984 again, how the states were able to take over the minds of the people and the people were more than happy to be told what to do. They were conditioned. If you go back to the 1930s, you had German doctors, German nurses, priests, pastors in every denomination doing what they were told to do apart from Dietrich Bonhoeffer and the White Rose Movement, nearly everyone and anyone fell in line and after the war many of those people were asked uh, by their peers but uh, especially prosecuting uh, lawyers why they were so quick to do what they were taught or to do what they were told by the government and they said well we were just following orders the fewer told us what to do and we fell in line a conspiracy is very easy to orchestrate you get maybe four or five people together and they decide what they want to do they set the system up and everybody else just falls into line and here we are 2021 and the next few weeks i'm going to get pretty rocky there are one of three options as i see it the first option and let's start with the worst let's always plan for the worst but hope for the best the first option is that the vaccination becomes compulsory and I see in the Telegraph this morning that the British government are now saying that if you work for the National Health Service if you work directly or indirectly for the Health Service of the UK you would have to be vaccinated if you are a care worker and that could backfire <coughs> on the government because many people who work in the care sector especially people who work uh, for or work alongside elderly people take care of elderly people many are from third world countries and uh, many of those people are Christians and they won't take the vaccination if you paid them to. So the first option is you make it mandatory, you roll it out and continue to push hard for people to take the vaccine uh, and those who don't will just fall away basically beg for bread. The second option is the Lord steps in and uh, takes the government's foot off our necks, allows us to breathe again, gives us a reprieve and we can get back to i won't say normality because of course we are living in a new norm but he may allow us to come through this and he may take some of the madness out of the hands of the government so of course the third option will be the rapture of the church one of three options of course but the reality is no matter how you approach this uh, particular subject there are no winners if you uh, get vaccinated, you risk ruining your health, uh, even dying. And if you're not vaccinated, you risk becoming unemployed and perhaps even homeless. There are no winners. 
no winners in the short term. If God doesn't step in in the next couple of weeks, it's going to get a whole lot worse. I watched a video a few nights ago, an Israeli woman. I spoke last week about uh, Liana, Rachel, uh, Daniel, and she painted a very uh, terrible picture in Israel. And Michael Ganu, I read about him week before last, an American Israeli who said it's unbearable living in Israel now. And he said, I don't know much longer I can live in Israel. An American Israeli. These aren't Palestinians. These aren't people on the left attacking Israel. These are people that live in Israel. These are Israelis. And this woman I heard a few nights ago, she said this, she said, in Israel, it's unbearable, uh, echoing Gnu's comments and uh, Daniel's. And she said, many Israelis have been forced to be inoculated for fear of losing their jobs. Many doctors are on the payroll of the pharmaceutical companies. They are selling us out. There was a caption back in the 1960s of an elderly man, he was a grandfather, and he had his granddaughter sitting on his lap and he was reading a story to her. And she said to him, uh, Granddad, what did you do during the war? And he said, I was in the army. And she said to him, uh, were you fighting for the good guys or the bad guys? And of course he was fighting for the bad guys. He was in the German army. I think if we get through the next 12 months, if we can see a way out of this dire situation, I think in years to come, people will be asking their own grandparents, what did you do during the COVID outbreak? Did you speak up against it? Did you warn people about it? Or did you sit on the fence because you didn't want to lose your job? I saw a trailer some years ago, it was a German movie, a very powerful trailer. And it was a scene in this movie where it was set during World War II and it had a scene where many many Jews were packed into one of those many infamous trains and were transported from Germany to Poland and this train was en route to Poland and as it was traveling from A to B it pulled up outside of a church slowly came to a halt thousands of Jews packed tight into this train crying and screaming wailing basically and about 100 yards away there was this church, an old shack of a church, maybe 200 people inside of the church and they were having their service. I think it was a mass Catholic church from memory and they could hear all this commotion coming from outside of the church and the priest tried to get the choir to sing louder, tried to raise the volume inside of the church to drown out the commotion coming from outside and it got so unbearable that those inside of the church started to leave to go outside see what was going on and they saw this massive train parked outside of their church and jews were screaming and wailing and crying and weeping begging for water begging for mercy and eventually the priest came out looked at the jews the jews looked at the priest and it was a powerful scene maybe two or three minutes and the train slowly started to pull off and off to head off to uh, treblinka or Auschwitz, and the priest looked at his parishioners and said basically let's get back inside let's be grateful we're not stuck in that train they decided to do nothing of course during world war ii most of the uh, real estate where the death camps were built on the land was owned by the catholic church but of course that's a subject for another day so so far most people don't want to discuss this most people are in denial most people haven't yet uh, haven't yet been affected by the vaccination rollout officially it's not mandatory but unofficially it's moving very quickly in that direction i think if many care staff in the national health service are forced to be inoculated i think many are going to leave and they could collapse 
the health service because many of those people come from second and third world countries like I say and many of those people are Christian so one of three options it gets a whole lot worse in which case we need to hold on firm uh, wait for the rapture it may not come of course we have to spend more time getting ready for the uh, worst case scenario if God doesn't step in and release the pressure that we are all under at the moment then of course the third option will be the rapture of the church so one of three options it gets worse God steps in gives us a a respite or the rapture is going to be rolled out let's go to Matthew chapter 24 it's a very grey cold March morning uh, from the pulpit this morning but it kind of reflects my mood and I I don't see anything positive at the moment and yet by the grace of God we continue to push on we're going to be ordering some of our uh, popular credit card tracks in the next uh, couple of weeks we want to get back onto the streets next month if we can (laughs) I'm still working through the book of Psalms I finished the 25th Psalm this past Sunday by my reckoning Psalm 37 verse 20 will be the quarter way mark and I wonder if if we will reach the quarter way mark and I wonder how much more time we have left on the earth I really don't know sometimes it's very difficult to plan for anything I will say this as a slight positive statement that uh, if you've got plans for this year push on with those plans if you want to study for a degree or a diploma do it if you want to open up a business or this or that do it if you want to get married do it don't make the mistake that the SDA made back in the 19th century they were so sure that Christ would come back in their lifetime that they sold their properties went into uh, went off to the hills and their local communities like my open air pulpits and they waited and they waited and they waited and of course Christ didn't come back and of course you know what happened they'd go back into their communities to rebuild their roots so don't put your lives on hold people if you want to get married get married if you want to have a family have a family don't go in the opposite direction and uh, become too much of an alarmist just for the record I would much rather be overreacting than underreacting and come up to the pulpit next year perhaps and say yeah I got it wrong Uh, it wasn't as bad as we first thought but I'm going to stand firm at the moment and paint a negative picture and I'm going to echo what's being said from people like uh, Daniel in Israel and uh, Gunu in Israel the tiny voices in uh, Israel a bit like uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer who spoke out against Germany uh, the Third Reich during the war or uh, the White Rose of course people in Britain and uh, America and probably Australasia thought that such criticism coming out of Europe was xenophobic a lot of people in this country pre-World War II and in America and elsewhere were pro the Third Reich would you believe it's only when it's only uh, when the war began that many people crossed the street but of course when it comes to history in general very few people have been able to see what's coming and have spoken out against it most sit on their hands sits on the fence I saw three channels last night I wanted to check three YouTube channels I wanted to see what Jeff Durbin had to say about this state of emergency not a word I wanted to see what uh, Leighton Flowers had to say about the state of emergency not a word and I wanted to see what James White had to say about this state of emergency not a word it doesn't touch them they are cocooned out of touch with reality in the short term working people working class people will be affected the most by the mandatory rollout of the vaccine if you're self-employed if you have a good living 
if you own your own property, own cars, have a good amount of money in the bank for the foreseeable future, you will be okay. But for those who don't have those things, it's going to get really rough in the next few weeks and months. And I'm going to be praying for you. Good news at the end of his video said this that basically for those who have been vaccinated I have nothing to say to you but for those who haven't been vaccinated my heart is completely with you heartbreaking videos to watch from three Israelis Matthew 24 Matthew 24 let's look at verse uh, 3 and as he sat upon the Mount of Olives the disciples came unto him privately saying tell us when shall these things be and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world. So Christ is on the Mount of Olives, got the apostles with him. Two or three, we believe that Judas was probably present. And this is a question of all questions. When will the end of the world be? What will be the sign of thy coming? They ask him three questions. Verse 4, And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. As of right now, most are either deceived or in denial. Take your pick. One of the brothers that I contacted said he'll put a video up this week or next week. And I got back to him saying, praise the Lord, brother. And I said to myself, better late than never, but it's still good. If we can help people, if we can warn people, we must do so. Verse 5, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Popes, obviously, false prophets, false teachers. We've always had them, of course. But now people like uh, Franklin Graham who took the first dose last week and is now saying that it's okay for Christians in general to be inoculated is fine and that wasn't bad enough being vaxxed himself he's saying that Jesus Christ would have been vaccinated blasphemy and you should hear wars and rumors of wars see that you be not troubled don't let it upset you don't panic like I say for these things must come to pass but the end is not yet Yesterday, the British government decided to lay off 10,000 British soldiers. They decided to ground 115 aircraft and many, many tanks. You say, what's the purpose of that uh, being mentioned this morning, James? Well, the idea is to phase out people for AI, robots. That's the way forward now. Robots are going to be the thing of the future. People will be redundant. There's no need for so many people. For nations shall rise against nation, we got it with uh, Iran, Turkey, and uh, Russia lining up against Israel, Saudi Arabia, and the UAE. And there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. I'm going to stop this video now, uh, continue off YouTube. Again, these videos are too controversial to go on to YouTube, so I'm going to stop the video now. And invite you to go onto our website, excatholicsforchrist.com, click on the link, and continue to watch this video unedited and uncensored. Look at verse 9. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. It could be for those of us who are not vaccinated. We will be considered to be enemies of the state, pushed out of society like the Jews were during World War II in Germany, or the socialists, or the communists, or the gypsies, 
Christians, so on and so forth. It wasn't just the Jews that the Germans went after. It was everyone and anyone. Or in Russia, if you went against the state, you put into gulags and you had a rough time. By 1945, there were 200 death camps all over Russia. 200. That's 10 times more than were in existence in Germany. And in the 1930s in Germany, in Germany, if you went against a state, you were put into a work camp. That's what they were called, work camps. A concentration camp. You were told to concentrate, to think about ways to improve your thinking, to come more in line with the German states. If you question the Russian system in Russia, same sort of a thing, after the gulags, and you were told to think about your oppositions to the states, you were told to be a good boy or a good girl. Many went off to the concentration camps in Germany, never came out. Many went off to the concentration camps in Russia, never came out. That train outside of that church was stationed outside that church for a period of time, waiting for the lights to go green. And those inside of their church were hoping and waiting for the train to just disappear, like, don't bother us. <coughs> it's Sunday. We are celebrating the Mass, that blasphemous institution. And as a train pulled away with thousands of Jews, women and children, just of all ages, crying and screaming, defecating themselves, uh, uh, urinating inside of the cab, inside of the uh, uh, trains, the train, the boxcars, uh, the church leader, the priest thought to himself, we had a lucky miss there. Get out of the way, you know, it's getting too close to home, basically. And here we are, 2021, it feels like the same sort of a thing, doesn't it? Take heed that no man deceive you, verse 4, that's a timeless warning. Many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Franklin Graham, one of the worst apostates, has yet to be called out. So I haven't heard anybody say he is a heretic or is wrong for what he has said. To be vaxxed yourself is one thing. And I have my own views about those who are vaccinated, but I may discuss that later. But to go further than that, and say that Jesus Christ would have been vaccinated had he been on the earth today, is just shocking. Sacrilegious foolishness. And he said his father would be in agreement with him. Yeah, his father would have been in agreement with him. His father was an apostate. His father was pro the Church of Rome, taught lordship salvation, used modern Bibles. Incredible. There was a story uh, in one of the papers last week. Biden said this. He said that Trump's uh, movement, the MAGA movement, uh, was difficult to reach during the, day in, uh, the dying days of the Trump government. He couldn't get his own people to be vaccinated. And yet he's now saying, to be done. He's saying it's okay. He's saying it's safe to be done. And Biden was saying that uh, Trump's inability to convince his own people to be inoculated is okay because now churches will do the job for the Biden government. Churches closed last year during the pandemic, pandemic have reopened, not just in America, but in Britain as well, to allow people to be inoculated. And they're being paid by the state to do so. Nation rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, like people inside of the UK are going to rise up against people governing this country. Last weekend there were riots in Bristol, terror riots, police were ser uh, seriously injured and uh, police stations were looted, cars were burnt, horrific pictures to see. And I hate that type of thing because that's what happens. Once a revolution starts to begin, that's what happens. And I said for many a year, if I wasn't a Christian, I'd be part of a revolution. But I'm a Christian and I have to pray for my governments, even when I think they are against the people, like the Israeli governments, or against the people. 
Verse 8, all these are the beginning of sorrow. Beginning of sorrow. I know that many people think that the tribulations has already begun, and you can't blame them for thinking that. I don't believe it myself. <coughs> but we're given a, we are being given a picture of something incredible. I mean, who would have thought we'd be living during this particular time in history? I mean, we are living in history, people. And the future will depend on what we do in the present right now. What you can do, if you're not already, is you should be praying, you should be witnessing to friends and family as often as you can. You need to be consecrated, staying close to the Lord, praying and fasting. This will be done peacefully. I don't support protesters smashing up police stations or assaulting police officers or destroying cars. That is thuggery. And those protesters in Bristol last week are no better than the BLM. But you know what's going on? They are scared and angry about what's coming down the line, of course. Look at verse 9. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted. Hasn't happened yet, but it could do. In the coming weeks, we, we could see Christians being singled out. The British media have been uh, probing politicians in this country to release details of those who haven't been vaccinated. They want facts and figures. They want to identify people like yours truly who are against the vaccination. So they can be singled out, punished, and reprimanded. And shall kill you. It may not happen in such a drastic way as of right now. <coughs> I was speaking to somebody just a few days ago who said they wanted to run off to the, uh, the countryside. And I said, but what's in the country? You can't live up here. There's no food. There's no water. You, can't, you couldn't sleep out here. You couldn't survive and they said to me well they know people in america who have weapons who are prepared to use them it won't come down to that this is a spiritual fight not a physical fight what will probably happen is this is one scenario and canada is already talking about this bringing in concentration camps work camps to again help people to rethink their insane opposition to the states they could turn the tap off make it harder for people to live to buy or sell, going back to the mark of the beast. You can't buy or sell. And of course, when God allowed Satan to work over Job, Satan thought that Job would buckle, would bend, and he didn't. He stood firm, and an old Job wasn't born again, didn't have a Bible, was going by natural revelation, was following his conscience as best as he could, and he showed such resolve. Incredible. A wonderful example to all of us. You'll be afflicted, nine, You'll be killed, verse 9, hated by all nations for my name's sake. It could be that those of us who aren't vaxxed in the next three to five months, if not less, will be hated by our countries, enemies of the state, like I say. These verses, incidentally, are for the tribulation, aimed at those who go through the tribulation. But go back to what I said last time in my last video. One of the reasons why Satan is rolling out the vaccine all over Israel is because he wants to destroy the 144,000 he wants to stop people from getting saved obviously he tried to do that back in Matthew chapter 2 he will fail obviously but it shows how desperate he is and it shows how little time he has and politicians back in the days of Herod and Pharaoh don't forget Pharaoh and his men of war who tried to destroy uh, the children of Israel failed miserably and Herod failed miserably 
and we'll see what happens in Israel. They are voting this week, but the reason why the country of Israel has been chosen is because Israel is God's chosen people. The British historian David Irvin was traveling on a plane one day and he was speaking to a rabbi. I think he was going to Israel actually. He writes a lot of books, one of the world's top historians, self-taught, very controversial, David Irving. And he was talking to a rabbi on a plane to uh, Tel Aviv, I think it was. And he said, to, he said to the rabbi, why are your people so hated? Why are your people uh, always on the move, being driven out of many countries? And the rabbi said, well, we're so successful. And because we are so successful, we are hated by many people. Nations are jealous of us. And that's a partial truth. But the rabbi didn't tell the whole story. And of course, Irvin, an unsaved man, doesn't know the whole story. The reason why the Jew has been persecuted since his conception is because Satan hates Israel. And after hating Israel, he hates the church. He hates Christians. And that's why Britain, after Israel, is being singled out. We've had three lockdowns in less than a year. I think 30 million people have been vaxxed already. Britain gave the world the King James Bible. That comes with a lot of responsibility. That's why Boris Johnson almost died last year. Because he's living with a woman he's not, who he's not married to. Has a child with a woman whom he's not married to. God holds people accountable in ways you couldn't possibly imagine. So Britain is being seriously punished, as is Israel. But of course Israel brought forth the man-child. Israel will bring forth 144,000. And their job is to win millions to Christ before he comes back at the second advent. Verse 10, and then many shall be offended, betray one another, hate one another. They start to turn on one another in the tribulation, but for now, we're seeing it already. I mentioned Dr. Boshi, B-O-O-C-H-E, I think it's pronounced Boshi or Bosch, Boshi, I'll say Boshi. He was uh, Bill Gates's top uh, vaccinator, epiologist, and that's what he's referred to. A great authority. I guess he's like uh, Greenspan, head of the uh, former head of the Federal Reserve Bank, or Marvin King, the former head of the Bank of England, uh, or a former president or prime minister. I'd imagine somebody on that scale, somebody with authority, with integrity, and he made a comment in his interview which i watched last week and discussed in my last video and he said that basically those who are being vaccinated are not only risking killing themselves but they could be a danger to those of us which haven't been vaccinated i thought that's an interesting statement and then dr coleman i watched him late last week he reviewed boshi's comments and he said this he said he thinks that the plan has been pre 2020 going back year before last was it 19 2019 I think it was, the Great Reset, 2030. These are unsaved men, incidentally, so filter what they say. They're not Christians like we are. They have no hope, like we do. But they are medical experts. They know more about medicine than all of us put together. And old Coleman said this, he said, first of all, what Bocci's saying is, is incredible. He's still pro the vaccine, which of course he would, he would be. Uh, it's his bread and butter work, obviously. But what's now been pondered 
by those who are, uh, who are anti the vaccination is this, that those who are vaccinated are a threat to those of us which aren't. Because those who have been vaxxed are now super spreaders. And I thought it may be that those who have been vaccinated aren't the targets for elimination, it's those who haven't been vaccinated who are the targets for elimination. Yes, those who have been vaxxed risk destroying their own immune systems and those that they know, obviously. But those of us which haven't been vaxxed, if we come into contact with those who have been, we risk becoming seriously ill. And Coleman says that he thinks that the figure of elimination is 90%. That's probably a bit too high, even with intelligent design, even with robots being used to replace mankind. Going back to the defense cuts two days ago in Britain, it could be that a 10 or 15% eradication, elimination is more likely, more likely. But even with those who have been vaccinated, they're still dying. I spoke to Brother Martin last night. You see, those who are vaccinated can still get COVID-19. It doesn't stop you getting it. And those who are vaccinated can still pass it on to those who haven't been vaccinated. In fact, in theory, you could have two people who've both been vaccinated and still contracting COVID from one another. The official line is, is that those who are vaxxed can't die if they get COVID down the line. But that's not even the case. I mean, officially, you have a better chance of not dying if you are vaccinated, but of course, those who do get COVID can still recover. The recovery rates are incredibly high. I spoke to Martin last night, like I say, and he told me that he knows a medical doctor in Spain, a female doctor, and she had her first dose a couple of weeks ago. She died of a blood clot. Going back to the AstraZeneca vaccination, which has been rolled out all over the UK. And I read also that the plan is that the Oxford-Zeneca uh, vaccination will be mixed with the Sputnik vaccination, Russian-made, uh, to produce a super vaccine. Incredible. Pfizer, Moderna, both use the mRNA, which according to Dr. Coleman is a gene therapy. Of course you start speaking about gene therapy or the RNA which does the work of the DNA but it bypasses the DNA. You're getting into Frankenstein stuff basically. You're going down the Mengele route. We go up to verse 3. And he sat upon the Mount of Olives. The disciples came unto him privately saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming? And of the end of the world, three timeless questions. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. Many are deceived right now. Churches are opening 24-7 to vaccinate people with an experimental drug, which isn't even necessary. If you're under the age of 70, you don't need it. But you're being forced to take it in Israel, Canada, is speaking about opening up camps for those who are going against the system like Germany would do and Russia would do for many should come in my name saying I am Christ I should deceive many the Church of Rome say it's okay the Church of England say it's okay Franklin Graham says it's okay Haggy says it's okay and you should hear of wars <coughs> And rumours of war, see that, you be not troubled, don't let it upset you or disturb you. Of course, this verse is for the tribulation, 
but I'm going to use it for today because it seems so relevant. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. It's going to get a whole lot worse before it gets any better. For a nation shall rise against a nation and kingdom against kingdom. There shall be famines, lack of food, and pest uh, pestilences, like diseases breaking out, and earthquakes. There's a terrible one in Japan a few days ago, in diverse different places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted in the tribulation. You have to answer to the Antichrist, obviously, but for now, you may have to answer to your local council or the government, and shall kill you, not physically, not directly, but indirectly, of course, because if you can't eat, you starve, right? And you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake, because you are, they will argue, the potential COVID spreader. And yet, those who are vaccinated, they are the COVID spreaders. You'll have a couple that the husband will be vaxxed, the wife won't be, or the wife will be vaxxed, the husband won't be, children in the family looking to their parents for guidance, a divided home, a divided house, Christ told you that would be the case back in Matthew 10, father against daughter, daughter against father and all so on and so forth, terrible situation, parents arguing, what should we do, can we save the children's lives, should they, should they be vaxxed? No need, of course. They have healthy immune systems. Most people do. If you take zinc, vitamin D, if you exercise regularly, if you don't drink or smoke, if you keep your weight down, that's just from a biological point of view. If you're saved, you're saved anyway, regardless of what happens. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. It's happening already, isn't it? We are seeing once again a very clear delineation between those who are pro the vaccine and those who are not and yet there's still too many people sitting on the fence not wanting to speak up against this vaccination which is moving quicker each and every day towards the mark of the beast only a blind man would miss it and here as the pressure starts to build before christ returns people turn on one another verse 11 and many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many like Franklin Graham and there'll be many more in the next two to three months Biden says Trump was a failure when it came to getting people to take the vaccine and yet a year from now if we're still all here and people start to get sick and die they're saying now that the second dose is worse than a, is worse than the first dose as of right now, most of the country, I think 30 million or thereabouts, have had the first dose. The second dose is still to be administered. It's the second dose, which a lot of people are worrying about. A lot of medical experts, which I spoke about in my last video. And once the second dose is administered, a lot of people are going to have serious health problems, potentially. Look, I'd rather overplay this than underplay it. The word of God says how we are to love our neighbours as ourselves. And yet, who really loves our neighbour as themselves? I mean, it's like this. You buy a new car, you buy new clothes, you go shopping. Do you buy your neighbour a new car? Do you buy your neighbour new clothes? Do you buy shopping for your neighbour? Well, of course you don't. We don't keep the commandments. None of us do. I know people think they do, but they don't keep the commandments. You don't love God with all your heart, mind, soul and strength like you should do. You don't love your neighbour like you should do. 
But if you did love your neighbour like you should do, if I love my neighbour like I should do, and I don't, I know I don't, or my God, as I should do, we all fail each and every day, but praise God, we're saved in spite of ourselves. Not because of ourselves, but the argument is that because you haven't been vaxxed, you hate your neighbour. Far from it. I love my neighbour. And because I love my neighbour and my God, first and foremost, I am commanded to speak on subjects such as this. Look at verse 12. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many, the love of many, not some, the love of many shall wax cold. I'm already detecting apathy from some of our friends around the world. I've been emailing people material and speaking about this a lot in the last couple of weeks. I think we started back in November doing this actually, and I'm getting fewer and fewer responses from people. I think people are indifferent, apathetic, as the Word of God says they would be. If this doesn't get you fired up, people, what does get you fired up? If you're still posting immature videos, still arguing over secondary issues, like speaking in tongues or head coverings or stuff like that, then when are you going to get serious? and start to speak up. 13, but he that shall endure unto the end shall be saved, not saved from his sins, but saved from deception, saved from apathy, saved from delusion. The vaccine isn't going to fix your problems. Potentially the vaccine could be the beginning of your problems. I spent a good bit of yesterday morning researching the vaccines. I wanted to know more about the ingredients inside of some, inside of all of them I should say, and uh, Sputnik is the Russian one, and the official line is that Sputnik has uh, chimpanzee DNA, Oxford Zeneca is the British one, being rolled out all over the UK and parts of Europe. The official line is that it doesn't have human DNA in it, uh, and doesn't have mRNA, whereas Pfizer, which is the American vaccination, uh, and so is the uh, Medina, has the mRNA. It was put like this, if you were to put a USB into your uh, computer socket, the USB port, something is now coming into your system. And of course with the USB you can just put it out, can't you? That wasn't the best analogy that Bosch used, but it was part of a helpful way of us understanding, those of us which are lay people, as to what's going on. When you vaccinate somebody, you're putting a USB, you're putting something into their bloodline. Once you vaccinate somebody, every cell in their body is, has now been taken over by the vaccination. You've got now two immune systems competing with each other. We are built with an immune system, with a digestive system. Yes, if you're sick, if you're weak, if you are frail, if you are up in years, and fair enough, don't go into the streets, stay at home, lock yourself away. No, I'm not advocating that, obviously. But the point is, if you're elderly, if you're frail, if you're in poor health, vitamin D will help, zinc, vitamin C, exercise, so on and so forth. But if you're up in years and you're sick and frail, then a vaccine perhaps may in the short term help you, but even then the statistics or the chances of you recovering from COVID-19 are still very high. You're basically playing Russian roulette if you don't realize it. Let your immune system 
take care of this for you or if you switch over to the alternative option of being vaccinated you've now got two immune systems in competition producing more antibodies and listen to some of the experts the virus could go straight through your system and turn you into a super spreader it's going to be really difficult for those who are vaxxed living with those who aren't and those who aren't vaxxed having to decide what to do when it comes to those who are vaxxed next month we are back onto the streets god willing and i'm already thinking about a post-covid world what we can and cannot do we will keep preaching anyway uh, i'm saved by the blood of christ as is patrick and if you're born again so are you and vaccine or no vaccine it doesn't change the destiny of those who are saved but it could make it harder for those who are not yet saved to be saved if the idea is to eliminate mankind it could quite possibly work if the idea to change the dna code gene therapy as uh dr coleman calls it that's the idea to change people and uh, turn them into something else it makes it harder for god to save mankind because of course christ came to save mankind that's the idea the figure of 90 percent seems a bit too high i will say that i know in revelation two-thirds of the earth are wiped out which is a pretty high figure i know but for the church age that figure i can't find in scripture i mean world war one world war two are pretty bad wars vietnam the u.s civil war uh, both gulf wars are pretty bad but it wasn't like two three four billion people being wiped out i think it's more likely that the idea is those who are vaxxed they hope are safe and secure i can't imagine boris johnson wanting to kill his own father who's been given both doses i think it's more likely that those who are vaxxed are safe quote unquote based on the laws of logic or the laws of probability but those who aren't vaxxed are the ones that are perhaps the target and because satan knows the church for the most will not be vaccinated he's going to turn his attention on people like us and he used israel as a test as a guinea pig and that's what he is doing of course i should just say that ai is of course artificial intelligence robots computers the way of the future it would appear to be to eradicate people seems to be the way that gates and fauci and others want to go of course just a handful of people can pull off a conspiracy if you study the soviet union or the third reich or any government for that matter i mean just four or five people can decide policy and just roll it out all over the country and those who want to keep their jobs will fall in line when I mean, all those medical doctors in germany followed the orders of the fuhrer went to nuremberg and said well we we're just following orders from the states some were prosecuted but many were not but the problem is going to be for those of us who are not vaxxed what do we do with those that we know who are vaxxed well i'm going to suggest this that we separate from such people for the short term we don't know uh, just how dangerous those who are vaxxed are going to be around us it's better safe to be sorry obviously satan wants to divide people but of course god also wants his people to be divided from the world separation and that's what's going on god is using satan to punish the world obviously for its 
sins against him, many sins. He's punishing the church for its apathy, indifference, apostasy. We're all wicked, we're all miserable, we're all sinful people. We don't keep the commandments of God, we never have done, we never will do. And praise God, we don't need to. We're saved by the blood of Christ and we're kept saved by him. But those who have asked, if Coleman's hypothesis is correct, if Bocci's hypothesis is correct, they are the danger to mankind. Of course, these are atheist doctors, Darwinists, all these vaccinators don't believe in a God. They believe that they are God, which makes it even more bizarre how churches are working closely with such people. We don't follow unsaved people. We don't take morality, uh, morality lessons from the lost. We give them messages. We give them gospel as a gospel. We preach to them. We give them the word of God. So I think I'm going to sign out for now. I've said enough for this morning. This will not be going on YouTube for obvious reasons. We will see what happens in the coming weeks. Uh, but again, it's turning worse by the day. I think it's going to get a whole lot worse. Unless God steps in and takes the pressure off all of us, bunker down people, plan for the worst, uh, make sure you have bottled water, tinned food. I know for some people this video will appear somewhat of a joke, or somewhat of an overreaction. Well, maybe so, maybe not. Back in the 1930s, people were laughing all over the world. In fact, people were saying, is Hitler going to kill all the Jews? Come on, they said. You're kidding yourself. He's a nationalist, he's a popularist, they said. He loves his country, they said. Orwell went to Russia, as did uh, Edgar Casey, and I think Bertrand Russell and people like that came back and they said, we've seen the future, it's all wonderful. And of course, what they didn't realize is that when they went to Russia, Stalin pulled the wool over their eyes. He allowed actors and actresses to build, a, build an entire village. And these stupid people from England arrived and from America, atheists of course socialists were shown all, all uh, were shown all around russia or so they led to believe only shown a small part of russia of course healthy well-dressed well kept people they were actors went back to britain went back to america we've seen the future it's all rosy and of course they took back with them evolution darwinism atheism they've been deceived Hitler did it to the outside world, pre-World War II. Stalin did, it. Stalin did it to the world up until the end of the fall of the uh, Soviet Empire. I knew an old communist, he's long dead now, no doubt burning in hell. And he said this to me, he said, uh, well there may have been gulags in Russia, he said, but those who went to such places were troublemakers. they like Matthew 24, hated full people for my name's sake sell out one another, become traitors. In his mind, he thought that those that went against the Russian system were troublemakers. That's what they said about those people in Germany. You're troublemakers. Put into camps, made to think about their futures. And of course, many didn't come out of the gulags, many didn't come out of the death camps in Germany. We'll see what happens in this country. The third option, of course, is the most preferred one that God steps in, restrains the madness of governments all over the world, restrains wickedness. I don't think he's going to do it just yet, but he might do. 
until the church really set up and start speaking out against this this catastrophe in Israel and uh, starts with Israel doesn't it it always starts with Israel it always ends with Israel until people start to get their heads out of the sand and start to speak up and speak out against the system stop being so cowardly it's gonna get a whole lot worse and before you know it, it'll be too late what was that old expression they came for the socialist but I wasn't a socialist they came for the communist but I wasn't a communist uh, they came for the homosexual but I wasn't a homosexual they came for the Jew no gypsy but I wasn't a gypsy uh, they came for the Jews but I wasn't a Jew and then finally they came for me because there was nobody left that infamous statement from a Lutheran pastor in Germany was it during World War II we have a president people we've seen this before less than 100 years ago but people don't know from history do they people forget the past and if you forget the past you will make the same mistake in the future but how about the present like right now it's heavy it's depressing it's a bleak subject I hate discussing these types of a subject this isn't my forte I'm not medically trained but I'm learning an awful lot about the uh, white cells the uh, natural killers the NKs as they're called and the immune system breaking down an article I've sent uh, from a sister in America last night read it this morning is now saying they're now saying that the uh, mRNA and the RNA again gene therapy that's what it really is not a vaccine per se once you are inoculated it can bring on cancer I mean who is behind this what is the goal if it's not to reduce global population Gates has said this many times over the years and our governments are in a terrible state you have a few that uh, don't seem too concerned about it I know parts of America like Florida and South Dakota I think South Dakota especially Florida have stayed open business as usual but that won't last forever medical people teachers uh, people who work in that industry are going to be singled out it's already happening in Britain like I said at the beginning of this message but in the short term I do think we have to be careful who we mix with once lockdown has been lifted uh, if you know somebody who's been vaccinated had two vaccinations the two dose jab I think you need to be very careful not to get too close to those people and uh, keep your family away from such people for the short term I know this isn't very nice to say and I'm sure many Christians will be done by the end of the year I do expect many Christians to fall in line and uh, be vaccinated uh, this won't affect your salvation praise God uh, but I'm not looking towards I'm not looking at the church so much I mean if you're saved you're saved whatever happens obviously but I'm looking at the tribulation I'm looking at the next the next generation that, that's going to come I'm looking at the 144,000 and their audience and the damage that the devil is doing right now to stop that ministry taking place and those people being saved God will step in obviously he always has done he will protect his tiny 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 remnants and preserve such, uh, such people obviously but when something's wrong when something is nefarious 
when something doesn't sit right with me, I will speak up and speak out against it. And I'm going to sign out now. This will be my last video for now on this particular subject. Uh, and pray for us. We'll pray for you. And I'll speak to you all soon in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.